Welcome back to another episode of Triple Threat, where we discuss the ins and outs of women's wrestling. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are talking about 2017's first ever Money in the Bank ladder match for the women. We are going back in time. We're going to talk about this match. We're going to dissect it, have a good time with it, and talk about it in preparation for the 2023 Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming out on July 2nd. I am joined by my good friends, of course. Hello, Onyx and Zane. How you doing? Hello. I'm feeling fine, fresh, and feminine. How are you, Nem? Zane, would you like to say before I take the floor? I'm good. Oh, we were drinking the same thing. I know. That's why I said I love Snapple. Well, yours is the lemon. I have the peach. Uh, I was just drinking the peach. Work. I love the How peach. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you guys for staying in with me. Thank you. I will say, not feeling great because if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I have a huge Show sunburn. It, it really looks bad on camera. Terrible. I don't but know I also... why, but like, I want to smack it. <laughs> oh, you, you know why. Hell, hell. I remember we used to do that back in the day. Everybody would slap my butt just really hard. I don't know why. I remember that in the club we were drunkies. Because you would let people. You would ask them to. Because I like being a horse sometimes, baby. Your ass was constantly out. I know, my ass was out. Um, But yeah, I am feeling great. I look great. Thank you for the compliments. But also I have bruises from where I got blood drawn from when they did my estrogen levels. So, and I got this like weeks ago and it's still bruising. Very weird. Anyway. So, let's chit-chat for a little second. Have you guys seen the 20... I think it's the 2020 Netflix version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, it was uh, 2022. What did I say? 2020. That's a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you feel? Mixed. I thought it was... The story was stupid, but the kills were, like, really fucking brutal. The one where gentrifying that one. Yeah. Yeah, where where Bubba like pushes somebody down the stairs, like and they get like whoosh and like thrown off the stair. It was camp. But I I bring it up because the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game just came out or is in testing. Yes. Have you heard of it? So fun. Have you heard of it? Yes. Have, yes, you have. have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Onyx? <laughs> Are you a gamer? <laughs> oh. No but words will... just came out of your mouth. <laughs> you went silent for a sec. <laughs> oh, fun. <clears throat> no, I haven't heard of it, but I will be uh, getting it to play with y'all. Because I was informed by y'all that um, not only can you play as the killer, but there are three... Yes, three killers, four survivors. They're making it, so right now in the technical test, there's only three killers and four survivors. You can't change anyone you play. You can't select who you play. You can't even queue up with friends. It's completely technical, like, trying to get the gameplay fleshed out. So they're adding... I haven't seen all of the movies. I've seen the first in the 2022 one. So I know... I think her name's Sandy with the blonde hair, and she's the sole survivor of the first one. Yeah. She's not in it, but they're adding 
like their own original like 70s 80s inspired characters with and customization like yeah yeah because it's the same people that made it the people that made friday the 13th yeah so that they're not like they're not gonna pick the exact characters but it's characters based on the characters that are in the movie like the final girls or the goth girl or like whatever yes but also they're adding i guess billy and some other poison girl from the series that's in the family i don't i have no idea who they are there's I guess it all depends what movies they're basing it off off of because there's been a couple of like reimaginings, um, and then like the you have you have to watch the second one. The second one is camp as fuck. I think um, what's his name is in it from um, oh uh, Heath nope mm, um, fuck what uh Matt, Matt Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey he's in the second one I really believe. yeah. That's gaggy. But, um, yeah, it's by the same people that made Friday the 13th, and we used to play that all the time in the house, the drag house. Snack, baby. I'll I'll never forget. I talked about this on, I think I talked about it in, like, someone else's Twitch live stream when we were playing Friday the 13th. I think Zane was playing as Jason, knocked out the generator, and then the real-life power went out. Oh yeah, that was the night of the tree. That was the night of the tree. You remember the tree when we did the fake seance (laughs) and the tree fell? Oh my god, that night was the craziest night of my life. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. Out of body experience, that shit was wild. Wild. So, long story short, we were playing Friday the Thirteenth. Zane knocked the generator out in real life. Nope. In the game, no. and then it happened in real life mysteriously. Then we were all drunk and high, and we decided to do like a quirky little, like, we're all joining. Are there any presents here? And then boom, something falls over in the kitchen. A fork falls off the counter. Then 10 minutes later, a entire tree falls on the house in the exact spot the fork fell in. Girl, I'll never forget that day. That day was crazy. That storm was wild. Wild. But also it was really cute. We're all like locked inside as a family, like while the storm's happening. We were always together for some reason. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I love doing this pod, because we like get to chit chat and talk like the old days and we get to hang out. Days together. <laughs> I know, literally. literally. Like, well, I would because I'd have to travel an hour and a half. Like right, um, yeah. I still do, but <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's um I it's crazy that they're making their own game because Dead by Daylight is another game we used to always play. I actually bought you it when it first came out, and mm-hmm. I it was the exact same game. Yeah, it's it's great, but like the developers of Dead by Daylight even said that from the first movie when Bubba hooks somebody, that's where the inspiration of Dead by Daylight yeah. comes from. So it's a crazy full circle moment. It's crazy, but also are I'm taking, excited. Are they taking Leatherface out of Dead by Daylight because of the game? No, they did that for Stranger Things, though. They took out the um, Stranger Things licensed characters. Yeah. yeah. Because they're, I guess, making a Stranger Things video game. But that's been oh. no... Like, brought the characters so I get to play them. But if you didn't buy the characters, there's no way of getting them anymore. No, not at all. They'll do, like, once yeah. in a year or every two years or so. I think they did recently. You could buy them for a second, and that was it. But it's notesy. It's whatever. But that's just our gamer talk, gaming stuff, gaming news, gaming funsies. Oh, also, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting a video game. It's, yes. 
It's gonna be so good. We have so many games to play now because you have a PS5 on it. Like we can all play together. I, know. Mm. I love horror games. I know. I love the aesthetic of asymmetrical horror games. I'm glad there's more coming out because Dead by Daylight is like kind of boring right now. I love to immerse myself in new stuff. Oh, another one. Um, Outlast Trials. It's like a Suicide Squad. You know, in Suicide Squad, where they get the things strapped to their face or they get like a bomb in their neck. Mm-hmm. and they have to do missions it's kind of like that but horror so they go into these trials and they have to like escape but if you like you can't go against it because you're like doing brutalities or like killing people and doing these horrible things and like sacrifice like all this horrible shit but you can't not do it because you have a bomb on your chest like you'll get killed it's fierce i've i've played it for like the last couple days it's so good i can't wait for you guys to get it hopefully eventually but Love horror games. This is my brutality. Uh, I know as soon as I said that, I was like, damn, someone's going to make a reference. (laughs) Speaking of brutality, should we get into this money in the bank match? Bussy-tality. Sorry. (laughs) Oh? Yeah, let's. Also, I'd like to note, because I know we're not going to talk about the match... The only other women's match on this pay-per-view was Naomi versus fucking Lana for fucking whatever reason. It was literally Naomi had only three title defenses and one of them one, four and one of them was against a La- lot. Two of them were against Two. Lana. <laughs> Taking it way back. Lost the title to Lana. Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> also, if I don't know if it was true or not, but we're going off of some of this because we're reviewing everything about the 2017 Money in the Bank match. So they had an episode on Total Divas, season seven, episode one. So if you watch the season further in Total Divas, season seven, Lana takes it to Twitter and is like, "Oh yeah, I deserve a rematch." Like, could you imagine that happening nowadays? Bitch would get fired so fast. So quick. That was the only reason she got a rematch is because she posted it on Twitter. I wonder how much of that was real though. Like how much, like oh, you should do this, or if she actually did it. I would gag. Like oh, anyway, that's the other match on the card. (sighs) First card. Work. Very first women's money in the bank ladder match. We live. This is like right, like at not the peak, but like when it was like the divas um, evolution. Well, this is when they got rid of the word diva, sorry. And, like, they started, they brought up Alexa Bliss and Carmella from NXT and, like, Nikki Bella and Carmella's, like, feuding. And, like, they had, like, multiple women's storylines. It was, like, cunty. It was everything. I, it was, it's so crazy that I think 2017 was also when Evolution took place. Yeah. Or 18. But this is also... I think, yeah, it was of that era of women's wrestling, and it's crazy that it's kind of fallen off since then. Like, love the women, but, like, that that era right before 2020, from, like, 2017 to 2019, was, like, golden era for me. Para me. For me. For me. For me. But we'll get into it. We'll dissect it. We'll go in and out. So this was the first ever WWE Money in the Bank ladder match for the women. So a lot of people ask me, like in my streams or whatever, where should I start watching WWE? Where should I do all these things? Start with Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble. We have a podcast for the Royal Rumble. Now we're talking about Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is happening. These are the 
best matches, in my opinion, to watch, to sit down with friends and watch, the most entertaining to watch. So I would definitely sit down and watch all six or seven of these if you want to start somewhere, because you learn about the girls, the girls do their finishers and signatures, you learn about everybody, and it's a good showcase. Oh, yeah. 100% agree. Thank you. <laughs> we've, we've been watching Royal Rumble together, like, obviously, clearly, years before we had a podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, we like, also it's... saw the one year. What was the Oh, when Liv got eliminated in six seconds, we were watching that Royal Rumble together. Against Natalia. It was, I remember us being so excited. We were like, oh my God, she looks so good. And then she got eliminated so fast. We were devastated. I was, bury me now. I'm I'm glad we were together to like exist through that because it was insane. I was like. I lost my mind. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. Yes, because Liv Morgan is a Money in the Bank winner. And we're going to go into that right now. So this was the first ever one. This had Tamina. Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Natalia. This is also the only one that had five competitors, which it evolves into something else. It's bigger and better as it goes on, but for whatever so reason... the only one that was um, one brand exclusive, so it was only SmackDown exclusive. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That they explains it. the Raw girls. So was it literally only the girls that were on the roster? SmackDown, yeah. Um, besides, like, Nikki Bella, because I think she was... She's doing her own thing with something else. Um, and then Naomi and Lana were obviously like they had that title match. So. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Fun fact. Triple threat tidbit. <laughs> That's everything. So we're going to we're going to dissect that in just a minute. But we're going to talk about the other matches and what's our favorite. So that's the first ever one. Then it evolves into the one, two, three, four, five, six, eight women match in 2018 with Lana in this one, as we were just talking about, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. So the winner of that was Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So what did you think of this match? Did you like the winner of this one? We're just going to go quickly, like, rapid fire around. Maybe we'll do a podcast dedicated to these eventually, but... Did you like that winner, and did you like it? Hey, are, we go- are we gonna go back to the first one? Oh yeah, we're just gonna go run oh, through these really quick. Go, okay, we're just going, okay. This one, yeah, Alexa Bliss was cute because obviously, like, it leaded up to her winning the title the same night, because she lost the title against Nia Jax at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and Nia Jax had that match against Ronda Rousey. So she basically disqualified Ronda Rousey, which made Ronda Rousey not lose the match. So it made, still made her look good, but then she was able to cash in on Nia and win her title back. So. This is also when Alexa was golden. This was like... Goddess. She was a goddess. I wish we could go back. I I love her. I need it. And I'm glad she's happy and healthy now and doing her thing. But I I was gagged. This is, I think, one out of the several same night cash ins. You'll, you'll, We'll dissect it. So this was a same night cash in. We'll talk about it. 2018 Alexa Bliss won the Money in the Bank contract and cashed in the same night on the pay-per-view. So I think this was one of the better ones out of the several cash-ins we've gotten. But it becomes a trend because 
in 2019, we have another eight women ladder match for Money in the Bank. This was between Natalia. Again, this is her third Money in the Bank. Naomi, Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss again. Wow, I didn't expect that. Carmella. This was when Carmella was a face. Mandy Rose. Is that Mandy Rose? Oh, yes, oh my god, I didn't even recognize her. Ember Moon and Bailey. How did you Bailey feel about this one, roster? Right? Yes, Bailey was the winner of this one. Wow. The, only I, the only thing I don't miss is like, well, I, not that I don't miss, sorry, wrong wording. Um, the only thing I wish is they had bigger, um, I don't want to use the word heavyweights, but like the stronger girls. Yes. You know I mean? Like they had Natalia, which is like a solid techno wrestler, but. Like, having high flyers mixed with, like, the strong girls. Like, having that mixed wrestler things always, like, intensifies the match. But it was still a good match. It was sponsored by Papa John's. (laughs) Mm. Oh. (laughs) Go ahead, Onyx. Was that before or after the the Papa John's scandal? There's a scandal? Yeah, I guess the... I guess John... Like Papa John, like the John, <laughs> um, extremely racist. So now it's owned by not him. Oh wow, that's also funny that you mentioned that the Dave from Dave and Buster's. Um, I got sexually assaulted while working at Dave and Buster's. That's why I stopped working there. Oh, and I started by Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the Dave, <laughs> um, Dave and Buster's corporate whatever you want to call it, um, HR said, you know, girl, get over it. It's, it's no tea. And I went, Sir Dave, I am leaving the company. Excuse me, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Fucked up. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Bailey won this. How did you feel? At the moment, I hated it. I hated it in the moment, too. 100%. It's, uh, it's so sad that we'll never get to see Ember Moon win a Money in the Bank match. I know. Because she's so good at them. She carried some of these. I will say... I know we just went over it, but the 2018 one is probably my favorite out of all of them because of Ember, Naomi, and all of the girls' chemistry. They had great chemistry in that match. He cashed in that same night, too, against Charlotte, right? Bailey did, mm-hmm. yes. Bailey cashed in the same night. So Bailey wins the 2019 women's ladder match and cashes in the same night. This is the second same night cash in we are getting. Also, fun fact, um, I don't know if you wrote it because I didn't read everything. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> Charlotte, did you write it? No, Charlotte Flair is like has the highest amount of like girls cashing in on her. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they constantly cash in on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> That's literally how she has all these reigns. I love that um, triple threat tidbit. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. We'll have. Oh my God, wait! I think she gets cashed in again, doesn't she? Oh my God, wait! Stop. Uh Okay. So this next one, if y'all want like a deep dive, need it. We need one. We need. We're gonna definitely cover this one exclusively, or maybe we'll do all of them and eventually get here. But this 2020 quarantine booty stinking money in the bank one was so camp, so funny, but also WWE in the quarantine era. Fever Dream. How did you feel about it? Can that we just should, talk about it really quickly? Podcast. That should be a podcast by itself. It's the 2021 or 2022 era. 2020 era. So, yeah. <laughs> so for context, the, the usual Money in the Bank match happens in a wrestling ring. As it does. 
in a wrestling ring in front of an audience. Because this one was in 2020, we go down to six people instead of eight. But not only that, no, <laughs> there's Wait. more. They, oh, yes. They filmed it in the WWE headquarters in Connecticut in the office building. With Lucy LaDuca. Wait. There's more. They let loose. It was not only those women. The men's one was happening at the exact same time. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was happening at the same time. Oh fuck! I forgot they were happening at the same yeah. time. The men's and the women started at the exact same time because Otis won that one. And they had to. They had to start like at the bottom of the building, and then the ladder was at the top of the building. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was just campiness of them climbing the stairs in the elevator and it was the elevator for me where they could have just taken the elevator to the top floor but they were like right. hold on we're gonna reboot the cameras hanging off of balconies oh my god it was so when oscar jumped off the balcony also right. this is a very obscure reference but i think about it all the time and there's so much we can unpack in this match and we will trust and believe but quickly as we're going over <laughs> all of these when carmela enters in this match it is dead. The quarantine era, notorious for dead silent. It was so awkward. No added in noise until 2021-ish because they did yeah. the screens. But like for the first quarantine era of WWE, it was dead fucking silent. You could hear everybody heavy breathing, the mat getting smacked on. It was the most awkward thing ever. So when Carmella enters, there's no added noise except for her entrance played on like an MP4 back behind the cameras. And you can hear her sneakers squeak on the ground. I'm like, girl, y'all couldn't edit that out? Like, oh my God. Fever dream. Oh, wait, that can't be the same night that The Undertaker had his cinematic match. Mind you, they called these cinematic matches. They did. Triple Fence. Where's, where's their EGOT? Where's WWE's EGOT? <laughs> In the garbage where it belongs. Oh. <laughs> Well, this one deserves all the awards, the women's. But, okay, so this one, I know we're talking about it, we're jumping around. This one had Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Lacey Evans, almost forgot what her name was, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. And the winner of this was Asuka. And this was our first non-traditional, weird cash-in because the champion at the time, Becky Lynch, was pregnant. So, Asuka opens the briefcase to reveal that it is the title because she's getting the title because Becky can't compete for the title anymore because she's pregnant and leaving. So, she automatically wins the title. I will say before I ask your opinions, because like I'm trying to cater to people that haven't seen the show before, when you win Money in the Bank... It's a 50-50 shot that you win the title. It's never guaranteed, except for this instance, because Becky was Why pregnant. Is it 50-50? Because you can win or lose. Because you either win or lose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, you cash it in on somebody, usually when they're not their best. Or you can do whatever the fuck you want with it, but you can cash in the briefcase at any time. So that's the gimmick of Money in the Bank. They get this briefcase. It's a title opportunity. They can cash in it anytime they want. You get a 50-50 chance to win because you can win or lose. <laughs> and so this was the one time that Asuka was 100% the winner because she got handed the title. 
Your thoughts. This, done. this segment when Becky reveals that she's pregnant to Oscar was really cute. It was really cute. But also really awkward because so I wish there was a crowd there. The pop Becky would have gotten if there was a crowd. Yeah. But like Oscar's because Oscar didn't know, so her genuine reaction was like really cute. Yeah. It was so cute. She's an angel. I can't like I I feel so bad because back in the day, like 2017, when she had the undefeated streak, I was so bothered. But like, I just love oh, Oscar. We were throwing tomatoes. We oh, were throwing tomatoes. Tomato, tomato. Because she was in the Royal Rumble. She was in Survivor Series, and we were like, okay, Oscar's gonna win. But and now she I'm was like, in it. same thing with Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah, basically, like, mm-hmm. Ronda's worse. Oh, well, moving on to a yeah. worst match and the worst winner we've seen. This is 2020. Did they not have? Oh no, this is right because. We haven't had 2023 yet. We're almost there. So this was 2021. The competitors of this Money in the Bank ladder match, we jump back to eight after quarantine concludes. They're back to live shows. We have Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki A.S.H., Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Tamina. And they were the tag champions at the time. That was confusing. Your thoughts? Nikki A.S.H. Can you say that again? Fuck Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> by the way, by the way, for those who don't know, A.S.H. stands for actual superhero. Is that what it Almost. is? Almost. Almost. So already underselling yourself. This was her superhero gimmick. She came out with a cape, a butterfly, and it had nothing to do with the Divas title. Um. Yeah. It goes without saying, I really hate it. This one. You have two of my favorite female wrestlers ever, Naomi and Liv in here. And Zelina. Boots. And it's one of my worst. Because they, they had Nikki win. And then with that rain. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna say because they're most <laughs> Could have been anybody else. And anybody else. I would have taken anybody. Alexa or Asuka as a double winner. Anybody else. I would have took I, I would have took Tamina. I was, one of them cool too because they have the literal titles yeah but, and they could have made them a dominant force because at the time tamina was getting title opportunities and stuff too you know what happened nikki cashed in on charlotte flair oh my god she did fuck my girl does not catch a break that no, must be written bad. in the briefcase you must cash in on charlotte flair, <laughs> charlotte flair. so yeah so nikki ash wins this out of the uh, competitors wait which um going back going back in time real quick which one was the one where naomi wore the bumblebee outfit from teen Titans? that was my favorite that was 2018 period that was so cunty she came out with the sticks and everything it was so huh uh, so oh, one of my favorite okay. attires she's ever worn and also one of my favorite attires in the history of wwe i gotta say i'm a teen titan stan i'm gonna get a starfire tattoo i love stan bumblebee it was everything 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 okay so I think Nikki holds the briefcase until the Raw after, correct? Yeah, it was the Raw. I think it's after. Was same, it was, yeah, it was, the, it was the Raw after. She had it less for, than 24 hours. It, yeah, it was like either one or two days or some bullshit. Yeah. So she holds it for less than 24 hours, like all of the other previous ones, so we don't have that length of a reign. She cashes in. On Charlotte Flair and wins the title. And I think she goes on to be the champion for oh. 60 days. Yeah, this is when Charlotte was um, feuding with Rhea Ripley. 
That's right. Um, I don't yeah, even think cause... it's 60. I think she reigned for 30 days. I think it was like a month and a half or so. I remember her, like, Charlotte, like, giving her a lot of shit, and then they had, like, a no disqualification match on Raw, and then and then she lost in a triple threat match with Rhea and Charlotte. She didn't stand a chance. No. Even, it was, it was really fucking sad, because even in the, when they had a rematch with a no disqualification match on Raw, Charlotte literally hit her with all her finishers, would pin her, and then raise her head, and be like, uh, I'm not done with you, bitch. And, like, Nikki just won, like, she randomly hit Charlotte with a finisher and pinned her. So it was like, it didn't make her look strong at all. Everything just kept on making her look weak. I don't know why she had the title. Isn't her finisher just a frog splash anyway? No, it's um, it's a, a fisherman swinging neckbreaker. It's, I, I mean, the finisher actually does hit. I, yeah. I do like the finisher. It hits hard. A frog splash? What? <clears throat> she does a frog also, splash. She does <laughs> do it. Oh. Yeah, she, she does, does do, do a frog splash. splash. She? She returned yeah. and did a frog splash on Bailey and damage control. And that's because oh, that's like her gimmick. That's the only thing I, I know about her. I remember during the ASH, ASH moments, though, like, she wouldn't hit her finisher. Or she would only win with roll-ups. Oh, that's lovely. Like Becky Lynch <laughs> did for a while. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of Becky Lynch, the next match was the Notorious 2022 Money in the Bank ladder match. This is one of the better ones. I would watch it if you're a consumer. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven girls. We thought there was going to be a mystery competitor. Was there? No, it was supposed to be six girls. And um, for some reason, last minute, they added Becky Lynch. Becky, yes. Because it was a triple threat between Becky, Bailey, and Bianca. Right? Yeah. Um, and one of them was going to be entered into the match, even though, like, why would Bianca, she was champion at the time. I think it, it weird. I think it was if Bailey or Becky won, they would get added, and then Bianca so would. Bianca would be added to the match. No, I think it was just, they wouldn't, neither of them would be added. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, because Bianca won. Yeah, I don't know how neither, Becky snuck neither in. Neither of them was added. That's so weird. I wish there was a podcast that would give us the facts. No, okay. <laughs> I don't uh, whatever, but like anyway, rifle one or one. Um, Onyx, would you like to do the news and tell us the cast and who won? I would love to. Okay, <laughs> so we have we have Becky Lynch, we have Alexa Bliss, we have Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, we have Lacey Evans, Asuka, and Shotzi. And the winner is. Drum roll, please. Wait, I do have a drum roll. Hold it, hold it, hold it. That's not a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Morgan! Our baby! Getting what she deserves! When I tell you I was in the middle of doing my face for a gig I had, and I, I was only on liquids, thank God, because I cried so fiercely. Oh, yeah. I, I was so... Listen, let me tell you, Liv Morgan is that girl, and we know that now, but being a Liv Morgan stan... We were in the, the trenches! Past, for the past couple of years, we... Getting a, getting a whole documentary about nothing. No push afterward. Nothing. She, she kicks Becky from that ladder. No, Becky kicked her from that ladder. She rebounded off that rope, hit Becky, and then got the briefcase. I said... Which is kind of full circle, because... Becky's the reason, like, her and her, that Becky feud 
at like where she should have won the title because they kept on pushing her. They had like yes. mad stories about her and it made no sense. So full circle. Her entire career though, if you look back, she's always had that spark to shine. When she was part of Riot Squad, she was the girl. When she was in NXT with the jersey gimmick with those guys, redacted guys, but redacted. she she was the girl. Like she was that it girl in the group. When she did the feud with Lana, Bobby Lashley, and Rusev, when she, she was finally that, came back. Yeah, when she she was that girl. Like all of her in quarantine with Ruby and her, you wanted them to win so Liv could win gold. Like elimination chamber when it was the tag elimination chamber with her and sarah you wanted them to win because Liv was doing it and getting the things together and she was that girl when she was solo before the title on raw she was that girl she's always been that girl and this was was, on nxt yeah like literally her entire career you always look at her and you're like that's my girl and this was her crowning moment deserved never won a title before this this was her first title Chasing the tag title for years in her first ever title. Successful cash-in on Ronda Rousey the same Ronda night. Rousey. Now, here's the thing. Like, all of these, there's a lot of same-night cash-ins. But this one, to, for me, is my favorite. Because she, first of all, wasn't even on the brand that Ronda Rousey was on. Right. Second of all, it's Ronda Rousey. They, they book her like she's Undertaker at WrestleMania. And, and she yeah. said no. There was, there was that hot second where I was like, oh, Liv's really about to tap right now. Liv's really... Girl, we were all <laughs> shitting our fucking pants, dude. Like, that leg... That's not even her finisher. The leg... At whatever, yeah. whatever. Like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. no. We were all shitting bricks, but the way she won and had the loudest pop I've ever heard loudest in my life. Ever. Ever. Really? I know we're talking about Money in the Bank, but... Obviously, we can educate the listeners. We can tell everybody, but you will not know the struggles we have had week by week of seeing this girl that we love not on TV, not getting the freaking flowers she deserves, not like just like trying to support her and just wanting to see her succeed and not seeing it for years, for years. The, I remember every week we'd be like, because she'd be like, watch me. And we'd be like, oh, she's going to come back. This is the week. And it'd be months. And she still won. Her, like, Girl, we were we, watching, we but nothing would ever happen. Her. Yeah. Literally. So and created conspiracy theories off of things that had nothing to do with anything. Like, also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. You go ahead. Oh, no. Mine's different. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's the conspiracy theory? Oh, just, uh, just that she's coming back when she wasn't. Oh. I was gonna say she also has um like her own bath and like wellness products. If you guys ever wanna shop live. Shop really live great. more. Yeah, shop live more. They're great. I love the amethyst line. So coming. Everything's natural. It's great. But also, yeah. Even when she's not on TV, we stand. We love our girl. We have been stand since day one. I don't want to police or gatekeep anything, but we are Liv's drag babies. She is our drag family. We love her. Our drag is so heavily inspired by her. Like, I, she's everything. Like, I can't, like, we could literally have a podcast series, season dedicated to the life and career of us standing Liv Morgan. We're not going to do it because that would be a lot, but also, like, we stand. (laughs) It'd be longer than the Ashley podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yes. It'd be its own feature film. (laughs) 
So I which, guess. she might be in a film with Charlotte Flair. It's not might, she is. She, she is. is. Oh, she is. Bucked. And don't forget, she's also going to be in the kill room alongside Samuel Jackson and Uma Thurman. She was also in Chucky, the series on TV, and she got killed by Chucky, one of her biggest dreams. A star. Starred. A star. I'm a star. <laughs> so that is all of the ladder matches. So Liv Morgan pins Ronda Rousey and wins the title and goes on to reign for about 70 days. They like to do that. They like to book the Money in the Bank winner to reign for about, I want to say like 70 to 100 days over the summer. They do like a cute little reign from Money in the Bank to SummerSlam-ish. They just give it back to the other person that had it. Yes, correct. Yeah. But... um. Great. She had a great reign. I loved every attire she wore. Her Clash at the Castle attire is one of my favorites ever. Perfect. The white, like, ripped denim was everything. Oh, against Shayna? Yeah, that was hot. Everything. So, after we just reviewed all of these before we go back, 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 back in time to 2017, which one would you say is your favorite match? Not winner. We'll say that after. But that's obvious. so many things happened during those matches that's the thing i think it's, like, the year... it's hard to... what oh. go ahead i think the year alexa one is my favorite one the 2018 the second one with naomi in the b outfit yeah. ember and her selling super cute oh i almost spilled my drink and those are literally the two reasons why it's my favorite. Ember showed her ass in that match. It really did. I love that match. Like, performance-wise, that is my favorite match. Agreed. My favorite. Um, but, like, also, like, the first match, like, set the bar of, like, oh, these women can do these things that men have been doing for years. You know what I mean? That was when they finally were getting those matches. Mm-hmm. So that one's really great. But then there's the 2021. It's just so campy. <laughs> yeah, the 2021 with the quarantine is so fucking funny. I love that one. I'll, I'll never forget Dana Brooke climbing a table thinking <laughs> she got the briefcase. Oh my god, and the dramatic music too. Yeah. I can't. I will say, my fa- well, we can go on to my favorite and then favorite winner. My favorite is definitely the one we're all agreeing on. Synonym- unanim- is it unanimous? Not synonymous. Sue-yanimous. So, um, I think that one is definitely our favorite. It's my favorite. I think the chemistry in that match was insane. I usually rewatch that one if I want to get into the Money in the Bank mode. But I will say, I love Liv as the winner, but that match was terrible. No. It's like okay. when, it's like when we talked about uh, Asuka winning the title with Bianca at... Champions? Night of Champions. Why can I not remember these names ever? Whatever. Anyways, it was like that match, and the winner was iconic, great, amazing. The finish was A1. I think the finish of this match, astounding. I like the Becky live on the ladder, pushing, and then live winning, was it makes the match go higher to me. But there were a lot mm-hmm. of botches. There was not good chemistry between some of the other girls. It's no, no shade to live. Alexa, Asuka, or Becky. I think you can chop that up to whose fault it is in that match. And that's on, and that's on period. And that's on period. And that's on botch. I just see how some... Okay. Yep, yep. No, go ahead. 
I don't understand how some of these people can come from NXT and have these like banger matches and then come to the main roster and it's like they're still in developmental. Yeah. Like I remember like that's okay. That's why I thought I didn't like Raquel. She's grown on me, obviously, in part to live. But I thought I didn't like her because I was like, oh, she can't wrestle, like whatever. I saw like just a match she did in NXT. I forgot how, but I just saw an old match that she did in NXT and I was like, oh. Where is this? Yeah, she was 10 out of 10 in NXT. She was like, just like Shayna Baszler or like, every, people were powerhouses in NXT. And like, once they get to the main roster, I don't know. It's just like, something happens. <laughs> it's weird. It's actually insane. I don't know. It's weird. But let's go in to this match. So speaking of NXT, this was partly in 2016 we had the collapse of a lot of these girls and they were building up a lot of these girls so in 2016 carmella charlotte i think charlotte and becky got called up earlier but carmella got called up and charlotte and becky were just getting their momentum in the main roster a lot of our previous women from history had been leaving the company there's been kind of a crater in the women's division so they were building up a lot of these new girls and this was a great moment for the women this was when Carmella was early days of Mella is Money. This was early days of Charlotte's Queen gimmick. And this was Becky's Irish Last Kicker gimmick. Which one was your favorite and why? Same. What do I have to go first? Because I'm going first. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Last kicker was like cute. It was like whatever. It was like too. I remember she kept on wearing steampunk. Yeah, that one time she wore dreads and like painted half her face like brown. Like, what does steampunk have to do with being Irish? I don't know. It was like weird. Um, obviously, like Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair. She's you know, but like I really loved Carmelo's gimmick. Carmelo was like annoying in the best way possible. It was Carmella's like is my favorite. Carmella's is my favorite down. It was Staten Island Barbie, like bitchy Barbie. It was like yeah. everything. Moonwalking, trash talking. I love that. Like I she also has great gimmicks over the years. Like her untouchable gimmick was great. Her like hot girl era was great. Her face Carmella's, mask era. <laughs> I loved that era. I need that in 2K23, like desperately. The R Truth era. Oh my god, yeah, her face. She was a great face. Everybody loved her. Oh, her dance break? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yes. <laughs> dance break. So, let's dissect this match. So, the first ever women's <clears throat> Money in the Bank match. Why are you gasping? I, for- I, for- I forgot this ended with controversy. It was really bad. So Wigglesworth. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, an accessory to women, mm. as men should be, but um, I don't know where to start on this match because the ending is so controversial. I feel like we could talk about it for so long. But let's talk about how Carmella is the only winner to hold the briefcase longer than two days. So, obviously, we love... And she's only two-time winner. Oh, two-time winner, yes. So, <laughs> it's hard for me to, like, posit these questions because it's hard to even ask these questions because it's like... Why is she the best 
to hold it for longer than two days. But I don't even know how like it's like a hard question to ask because she's literally the only woman to hold the briefcase longer than two fucking days. Like I think I lo- at the time they just didn't know like what to do storyline wise with that. You know what I mean? It was the first money in the bank. So they just kind of and like it just fit her gimmick perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mela is money, so it was basically just an accessory for her to uplift uplift her gimmick. And she just got to the main roster too, so her holding it would just like elevate her more. Oh yes, well she was only mm-hmm. there for less than a year, and then she won this first ever Miss Money in the Bank monumental win. And she is the longest reigning in history over the men and the women to hold the Money in the Bank briefcase. She held it for a long time. I don't have the facts on how long she held it, but she did hold it for a very long time. I think over 200 days. I have it somewhere. Over men and women? Oh, yes. 131 days. Nope. That's when she lasted as champ. Good for her. She lasted long as champ. Yeah, because before then... SummerSlam was further out. Right. Damn. It was a weird schedule. I'm like looking at these matches. I'm like, how did this even happen? 287 days. Holding the briefcase? Yep. That explains it because she doesn't cash it in the same night. That's why I'm thinking like, how did she compete at Money in the Bank with the title if she cashed in the same night? But she didn't. She held it for 287? Mm-hmm. 287. That's crazy. That's almost an entire year because she goes on to cashing in at the SmackDown after Mania, WrestleMania yep. 34. And WrestleMania 34, we could definitely talk about that someday. WrestleMania 34 was a good fucking WrestleMania for the women. It was such a good pay per view. That was when yeah, Alexa and Nia. Isn't that when I'm. Um, oh, yeah, Alexa and Nia and Charlotte beat Asuka's reign. Yep. And um, that's when Naomi won the uh, Battle Royal. Battle Royal, yeah. Very cute, very very cunty she deserved, but also she deserved to hold the title more before Naomi left, but that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, so... Do you remember much of the match? I don't remember much of the match, but the ending of the match of this Money in the Bank match was very controversial. So, it was so controversial that they had to refilm this entire match. They stripped Mela of the briefcase... To give it back to her in the same match. But they redid the match because the ending to the match, you can watch it, whatever. I don't know what happens in the match. It's cute. Good match. They showed out. The original match time clocked in at 13 minutes. And the accessory to Carmella named Ellsworth. Name's Elmsworth. Elmsworth? It was Ellsworth or Elmsworth? Elf. Elf? That's even worse. Yeah, he wasn't a very attractive man either. He was definitely an attra- like a, a joke. Yeah, um, yeah. He had no well, chin. He what? He had no chin. Yeah, it was like I remember, I remember when he tried to like suit um like hype up a super kick. Um, and they were like no chin music. I was like no. Oh! No, that is so mean. Sweet say, chin like, music time, is a finisher. Um, I will say at the time, uh, not a lot of women had male valets. Not, Only like, in NXT, in really. Yeah, in general, like in WWE, like history, not many women had just like, oh, this. He's not even a wrestler. He's just a valet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good for Carmelo for like 
having that because Ellsworth wasn't even in NXT. He just like was randomly just there. He just was there and we'll get into it or I can just say it now. He literally was just there to be her accessory and then he got fired after they stopped. But then he came back for a hot sec. He did and then he got fired again. Um, Yeah. The ending. The ending. So Ellsworth, Ellsworth, Ratsworth, he takes the briefcase, goes to the top of the ladder, claims it, and since he's not in the match, he doesn't win it, and he tosses it to Carmella. So essentially, this hyped-up women's revolution, women are evolving, becoming more power, this match ended in controversy because a man (laughs) did the doing that the women were trying to reach. So The very first one, too. Yeah, the the first ever one. So you have to look at it. Go ahead. You know what that gives? What? Mm. I'm gonna say one word. <clears throat> Santina. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. girl! Didn't he come back for a Royal Rumble too? I can't. Anyways, shut the lights off. Get shut it, the lights off, Miss WrestleMania. Turn the lights off. That's a diss track. Pod. You just shit on him. Oh, copyright. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So you have um, to look at this match in perspective of the women's revolution and the women were trying to do everything for themselves and women empowerment. And it just meant so much more to the women than just being kind of a joke because then it just summed up the entire thing to like a joke. It was the man doing the work. It was just a lot of controversy. You could interpret it in so many different ways, but it was not the way the match should have ended. So the SmackDown after Money in the Bank, they reshot it, refilmed it. And made it so Carmella climbed the ladder and claimed it for herself. Now, my question is this. Do you think Carmella should have won this way? Or do you think they just should have shot another winner? Oh, she oh. should have won that way. I think it still should have been Carmella. I agree. Especially money- after everything she went on to do with it. Yeah, the money in the bank is to, like, to give someone... That's the thing. I know they gave it to Bailey and Alexa and stuff like that, but it's literally meant for people like Liv or somebody else who hasn't had the title yet to push them and give them that spotlight. No? Like, just for a little bit. So, like, it was perfect for Carmella. Like, she hadn't had that spotlight yet. She had, like, a feud with, like, Nikki Bella, which was really great. And then she feuded, like, with Natalia and, like, whatever. But um, she was a Staten Staten Island snitch. Don't forget. (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah i thought it was a perfect winner i did too it was just an accessory for her so it just fit it if you look back to at the match card becky and charlotte had already been in a wrestlemania match and natalia and tamina had already been around the block so like it was really set up for carmela to win i don't know why they booked ellsworth to get the briefcase right that makes no sense but but that's when but... when vince was owning the company and vince made the decisions Still kind of does, but... She's the only person to win it twice, though. She's the only person to win it twice. Only, yeah. If you count it as that. She was the first and second. That's no shade. I love my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What did you think of these outfits? There's not a lot of outfits. I have, like, a little mock-up. But uh, this is Charlotte's iconic. Like, she's starting to get her attire together with the purple, like, royal structure and it's like peacock feathers uh this is mela's bra and leggings money the well, money i didn't even friend. i didn't even put tamina becky or natty's because they were just tires they would wear every week 
Right. I'm like, I see them. They, yeah. Natalia would literally wear that right now. I think she just did. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever. Out of champions. Clash of champions. Clash of champions. You got it in my head. Clash of the castle champions. Night of. Sorry, not this render of the Oscar versus Carmella match with Ellsworth in a sorry Ellsworth in a cage. Girl, it was so fun. Okay, so let's talk about her. What? We before we talk about those matches, we need to talk about the cashin. Oh, this cashin, the best, best. I I know we said Liv's is the best, but like in terms of like holding the briefcase, having us on the edge of our seat, and then also having people debut at the WrestleMania after and like showcasing them as strong. So we never never talked about them, but the Iconics. We need to do a life and career of the Iconics digest pod. Because that promo was everything. When literally, so the Iconics debuted from NXT. Usually, if people don't know this, at the night after WrestleMania, like the week, people get called up from NXT. Like that's when call ups start to happen. Usually. Usually. Um, besides, like, from this, like, last draft and stuff like that. That's what they did a couple years ago. So no one expected the Iconics to debut. Literally, probably, like, the only women's tag team in NXT. Um, that's why I forgot Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah was, like, a thing, too. But um, then, so Asuka, um, Charlotte Flair beat Asuka um, at WrestleMania beat her undefeated streak. Charlotte Flair beat the unbeatable at WrestleMania. And then literally four days after, cut a cute promo. Here comes Iconics. Literally saying verbatim, you are worried about the past when you should be worried about the future. Because the future is what? Iconic! Iconic. (laughs) We also have to set the scene a little bit. I'm more of a triple threat tidbit. Um, let me tell you this, the, the Asuka streak was something we had never seen before. This streak, she had 500 days in NXT as the champion, didn't lose the title, she had to relinquish it because she was injured. So she debuts on the main roster, goes to Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble. What? She wasn't injured, she got called up. Same thing, whatever. She moved up, moved up to the main roster. No, she was injured. Was she? I'm 100% positive she did. No, she gave it to Ember Moon, but I was in for a while. Okay, so you're probably right. My bad. Anyways, um, you're probably right. Who cares? It's just whatever. She made it to the main roster <laughs> with her undefeated so streak. Yeah. Um, so she goes on, wins Royal Rumble, wins Survivor Series, wins every single fucking pay-per-view you could imagine this woman would win. Goes to WrestleMania, yeah. loses a, I think, like 800, 900 day win streak or something um, unimaginable to Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair's already being... 914 days. 914 days. Never loved... If you guys thought Roman Reigns was bad, I mean, he still is, but, like, that was that was our Roman Reigns for the women's division. (laughs) It was. It was. Like, if y'all are tired of Roman, imagine how we were in 2017 with Asuka. Love her to death now, but, like, God, it was atrocious. But loses the streak at Mania. The most insane upset. Like, I I gagged. I never thought she was going to lose it. The night after... The Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, debut and beat the shit out of Charlotte Flair, who just ended a 900-day streak, making them look strong. Then, fabulous hits. F-A-B-L-U-I-E-S-E. Give me my neck. 
whatever, debuts, cashes in, and wins the title from Charlotte after she just defeat like defeated the fucking Undertaker, Andre the what is his name? The giant Andre man? the Giant. Andre the Giant. Andre the I almost giant. said Andre the Leon Giant. Who's Andre the Leon? <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Who is Leon? Um, anyways, you get the point. So the stakes were really high. Mela delivered. She cashes in after the Iconics, Billy Kane, Payne Royce, beat down Charlotte, debuted on the main roster as a dominant tag team. This was the SmackDown after WrestleMania 34, wins the title, and goes on to be the SmackDown Women's Champion. This is also her first time being the champion. So I know we just said it was the most iconic cash in. Onyx, how did you feel in the moment? feel like i feel like it really represented a lot of what was to come with the money in the bank captions for the women because the referee moved so so fucking slow she was literally yelling at the referee like ring the bell well, she was like slamming on. on the briefcase um but yeah no I feel like that made it even more iconic because it was like, oop, oop, Charlotte's getting back up. Charlotte's getting back up. Zane. Hello. Speaking uh, of iconic, um, I have a um I have a surprise for you guys. Listen close. Hey Kayla! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I added it to the soundboard. Podcasting. I know the Iconics will have, like, some of the best female promos you'll ever hear. When they were tag team champions, like, the backstage segments. Billy Kay, they were just hilarious. I know, I loved them. They were so fun. Australian legends. Oh. Oh, I gotta find them. I gotta get them on the pod when when I'm over there. I gotta be like, hello? (laughs) But yeah, um, Carmella cashes in. It's great. We love it. Um, Elmsworth is still with her. Is is he? No. Um, no, I, th- I think he got fired. Uh, yeah. Because he leaves um, for her first title defense at Backlash against Charlotte Flair. I guess, th- I think this was still the era of the rematch clause. Yeah. yeah so, if you didn't know before, after every champion loses their title, they get an automatic rematch so it's not like a fluke but then this match was nine minutes at backlash and i think carmella wins at some like kind of funny gimmick win because that was like the gimmick of her reign is that she was winning by technicalities and cheating so that probably happened i don't remember it but it was a um it was good to see her win again also she has one of my favorite like wow. champion celebrations when she was in London and she had like that whole like the London security guard come out and announce her as the the princess the son, and this and that and she like spoke in the accent she's like I'm better than you I'm better than you I'm better than you and she was like just giving people shit she is perfect as a fucking heel watch that promo it was like perfect heel like championship promo I it's like uh She's just such a good champ. I wish we could see her as champ again. So happy that she's having a lovely family and doing her thing. I hope we get to see her back soon and hopefully in the title picture. So 
Backlash 2018, her attire, stunning. I loved the blue, the lined cheetah print. Her gimmick was fabulous. Had the fabulous on there, the checkered. I could see you wearing that, Onyx. I'm so glad you said that because... I, I, okay, well, hold on. I have, I have some tea. Do you have you guys ever heard of the internet? No. Have you ever been on, have you ever been on Twitter? I have. I remember I had a Krispy Kreme donut. Was it crispy? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I remember there being a lot of discourse on the internet. Um, certain people who were still in NXT at the time, uh, Carmella's new attire was getting compared to theirs, and it was Liv. Oh, really? The Staten Island thing. Yeah, from, like, like the checker print with the Jordans. Oh. So needless to say, uh, <laughs> so needless to say, I stand. Also, also, I would like to bring up the packs of hair she has to have in right now for this ponytail. When I went to the hairdresser, I said, I want my hair to look like that. I don't have the extensions because they were going to charge me $2,000 for them, but I wanted my hair to look like that. Bad. Also, shout out to another queen, a uh, friend of the pod, Logan Zass, who owns that bodysuit, the blue one. What? And they look so good oh. in it, yeah. Owns it? The one? Not, not, not the one, but like recreated it. I think, I think she's worn it on um, DS's um, like YouTube show and stuff, like a couple wow, times. That's then. every. Well, DS also has a stunning Trish Stratus attire. Yeah, yeah. The like the one she just did a reference to. Um, oh yeah, the, the one from two thousand four. Blackpink. That's everything. Yeah. So let's go to SummerSlam. Nope, not SummerSlam yet. My bad. My bad. My bad. Boop, 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 boop. So her she retains at Backlash against Charlotte. The match time was nine minutes. Carmella retains and goes on to defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against Asuka. That was still being hyped up after she unfortunately lost her time, which is crazy if you think about it. Like, she just was like, yeah, whatever. Um, she had this, like, after her first feud, after losing this streak with Carmella, and then she lost twice. Yeah, um, that's when Elmsworth came back. So the first title match, James Elmsworth came, um, dressed as Asuka to distract Asuka, and he took the mask off, and everyone was like, oh my god, Elmsworth is back! And then Asuka, like, attacked Asuka from Carmella attacked Oscar from behind and got the win. And that that leaded up to Elmsworth being in a fucking cage. It was a pretty good match. It was 11 minutes and 10 seconds at Money in the Bank. That was the same pay-per-view that they had the second... I think this was the year Bailey won Money in the Bank 2019? Oh, she owns the, she owns the orange one. Cute. Cute. Yeah. Hot. That was her face era. Wait, and the dark hair in that picture is, like, reference to... Her dark yeah. hair. Carmella's dark oh, hair. God, I love her. Cunty. Sorry. Anyway. No. <laughs> you're fine. So the next match is what we've been talking about this entire time. It is Women's Championship James Ellsworth suspended in a shark cage match at Extreme Rules. And this match clocks in at 5 minutes and 25 seconds because Carmella the entire time runs the match and does cheating the entire time. She basically runs around the ring. She uses her steel steps to like her advantage. She uses like all these props and then bashes Asuka's head on the shark cage that Ellsworth is in and wins and retains. So this was a pay-per-view where every match had to have a stipulation they like made it a thing for this pay-per-view and for some reason they're like we're not going to give the women an extreme match for like anything we're just 
going to have this man in a cage and it's going to be a normal match. And literally during the match, Elmsward is like scared and tries to get out and he starts like, then he falls and starts hanging upside down. So they have to lower it. That's when she hits Asuka's head on it. Because they oh, lower the right. cage to get him out. Yeah. The opportunity, like the distraction to knock out Asuka with the cage. Well, and then Carmella went on to being like, I beat Charlotte twice. I beat Asuka twice. And it was her gimmick of being like, yeah, I'm cool, so what? And that would lead into SummerSlam, <laughs> where oh, this is her last title defense. Very sad. That she... Sli- this is my favorite attire she's ever worn. Ever. I was going to say, let's talk about this goddamn attire. The attire <laughs> is everything. We'll talk about the attires really quick in the, the last match. So the SummerSlam 2019 attire, look it up, Google it, I'll put it on the Instagram. Best attire. Please. It's like Barbie. It's the Barbie font, too. It's the Barbie yeah. font, and it says fabulous. Pink everywhere. extensions, pink eye makeup, pink lip. Then she did a pink reveal. Scrunchy. Pink scrunchy. She did the reveal with the sweatpants, and then took it off to matching like trunks everything cheetah print lining cheetah print lining in the jacket i need this Work. like friend of the pod camilla i will give you so much money if you literally let me own this i will do anything for it i will die for it probably will never let me get it but i need it so bad extreme rules 2018 the uh, it's like a camo yellow camo with purple accoutrements Gucci? what she looks good. Not my favorite, but, like, looks good. Man. Oh. <laughs> and Money in the Bank, she wears a updated version of her original winning attire, Money in the Bank, um, into a bodysuit, because before she wore leggings and a shirt, but she wore, like, an updated version, which is a cute little reference. I loved it. Cute. And once again... The hair budget is strong with Carmella. Oh, yeah. That's where the money with her designers went. She didn't pay a designer. She paid a hairstylist. A hairstylist. Boots. So. Oh, really weird. Ooh, hello. Really weird random fact. When I used to work at Sephora in Worcester, um, the person that trained me to like be a certified makeup artist at Sephora literally has done Carmella's makeup like 15 times. She's like, oh yeah, every time she performs in Worcester, she hits me up to be her makeup artist. Yep, because she's from Massachusetts too. OTE. Love her. Queen of Staten Island from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Stan. So this is our last match with Carmella as champion. It is a triple threat match between Charlotte and Becky Lynch. This was setting up for Evolution, which is the all-women's pay-per-view. And this was the start of Becky and Charlotte's rivalry. So unfortunately, our girl Carmella had to drop the belt to one of them to continue this feud. Because this is also a time that they were respecting the women. But they also needed a title to be in the picture to highlight the women on TV. Which was exhausting. But, you know whatever i guess but this is our last miss money in the bank title champion era carmella very sad hated the match outcome yeah. but it's fine it's no tea she still showed out probably one of the best money in the bank winners ever and smackdown women's okay. champions yes in agreed. my opinion no agreed already better than ray ripley oh oh, oh. and she's actually on smackdown oh Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. To... What, what was your favorite look out of the pay-per-view ones? So we have Backlash, Money in the Bank, Extreme Rules, and SummerSlam. I know it's easy. Extreme Rules one. No. <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
Mine, um, I'm sorry. Mine is backlash. Mine is backlash. That's a, that's my backlash is really good. Well, backlash would be mine. It, it would be my choice if the SummerSlam one didn't exist. I agree. Yeah. Those are my like toss-ups. Classic Carmella, yeah. Looks good in anything. I know. I Even like... her outfits now with like the low ride pants and the panties, but it's still like oh, her... oh. I love that she came back, paid the designers, and then said, "You know what? I'm out." Actually, no. <laughs> like I love the cargo pants. The like I just love her new era. I hope we get that when she comes back again. If she comes Me back, too. please, please come back. We will. love you. Oh my god! Imagine, imagine she doesn't wrestle, but she comes back to do commentary with Corey. Imagine she doesn't wrestle, but she comes back and as a guest star on Triple Threat, the official podcast hosted by three stunning drag artists. Hi, friend of the pod, Carmela. Join us for an interview. <laughs> imagine we can't afford her, but we get her baby. Uh, ding! <laughs> <laughs> exclusive interview. Exclusive like with the microphone that, up. Like, there's nothing. No one like drag race the special guest judges. They're like, we have Halsey's makeup artist cousin, yeah. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. So this is our first ever Miss Money in the Bank bladder match. It was everything. We loved it. It was good. Our winner was iconic. Any last thoughts of this era in 2017? I kind of miss it. I miss that right. era. That was the golden era for me, 2017 to 2019. I was just, I loved and that. Things I, were constantly changing. Like, they were getting, like, different girls were getting spotlights through different storylines. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I miss it. It's wild that, like, this era feels nostalgic now. Yeah. Didn't the, um, not only, like, the Iconics debuting, but didn't the Riot Squad and Absolution come in 2000? Like, oh, 18, yes! Oh, oh, maybe. So, like, not only were they focusing on the women's different storylines, and then they debuted two titles for the women, but then they were like, oh, we also got factions, bitch. Yeah. Everything. I miss it! And, like, Paige going on to, like, be the Raw GM, and, like, yeah, I just fun. missed that era, like... It was just so good. And then the Elimination Chamber with all the... It was just really the golden era. If you want to watch stuff, I'd watch season seven of Total Divas. Watch the whole season of Total Divas every season. But also, season seven to season eight is that golden era, 2017 to 2019. But also watch the pay-per-view events those years. Also watch Evolution, mm-hmm. all women's pay-per-view. That's an iconic pay-per-view, which we haven't also, gone over yet. Let know that we want another evolution oh yeah baby i was in the stadium i went to evolution and they said it was like didn't sell well i saw all the seats filled out like it was fully filled out i remember i have a sign it was when we didn't have tag titles they made us hold up signs that said we want women's tag titles i remember it so well and there was a whole squad of us it was not not sold out i was literally in the stadium it was like packed Nem was literally in the ring, looking at everybody. I was literally under the <laughs> ring. I was under that ring. literally running the show. How I was dare. under Corey Graves. To, there wasn't actually any men on commentary. Ooh. Damn. There, there be. Wait, who was on commentary? Beth Phoenix and Renee? Unfortunately. Wait, why don't you like Renee? Because our commentary was just like, Oh, look at that! That's crazy! And that was, like, every time she commentated. I think also Lita was on commentary. No, she wasn't. She was in a match, yeah. Wasn't... 
Oh, yeah, because they were going to have Alexa and Trish, but that couldn't happen. Yeah, so... Okay, I know this podcast is about evolution, and we probably should have one, but remember... Remember... Okay, trigger warning. Remember when Natalia's father passed, and they made a whole storyline about it, and Ruby Riot with the Riot Squad came out with a cardboard cutout of him for that match. Not a, even a cardboard cutout. Um, it was a table. It was him on a table. Oh my god! I for, it was a it was a fat head sticker of him that they put on a table that they were gonna put her through. That Liv ended up going through. It, that was the same match. She <laughs> called her a bitch and slapped her and checked in on her. Oh yeah, she went later. bitch, and then she went. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Oh my god, I missed that era. Oh my god, we have to we have to cover it. So this is that this is our first. No, we we talked about Clash or um, Night of Champions before, but like that just shows like Natty can have a great storyline if you just put her in one. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for joining us on Triple Threat. Thank you so much. Um, you can follow all of our socials and watch alongs if you go over to New Triple Threat on all social medias, on Instagram, Twitter, and all of that fun stuff. We post our clips. We post pictures that we're talking about in this podcast. Follow us and just drop a follow, support, and do whatever with the pod. Also, rate, review, share, and like our podcast. Subscribe on Spotify and YouTube. Make sure you like it and engage with the algorithm it helps us with discoverability and makes more for us podcasters to be discovered by people that can book us and have a good time and find some new friends of the pod so thank you so much for doing that if you do that you can go over to nemesisnetwork.throwthis.com and get new triple threat stickers you can get stickers buttons t-shirts whatever you want over there there's lots of things you can do to support the pod and we just really appreciate anybody that does that so thank you so much for listening any final thoughts here today my Friends of podcasting. Be in slash win the next money in the bank. Oh wait, yeah. Let's predict who we want to be in the next and who we think's gonna win. Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega for the win. I sort of fucking god if she doesn't win. Can you say that again? But put the mic really close to your mouth. Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega. <laughs> <laughs> wait, can you play it? Which noise? What which noise? Uh, the the prey noise. Oh. Earth, wind, fire, water. Oh, Zelina Vega. Um, I my picks are Eo, Zelina, or I think that's it. Um, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea Green. I oh, feel like... Chelsea's gonna get fucking injured if she's in there. Sorry. Oh, that's right. She has a history of injuries. No, I feel I feel like Chelsea's gonna show up. I feel like I feel like Chelsea's good now. I want I mean, she's always been good, but I, I want this to be recorded and somewhere that a WWE thing is documented. I think Chelsea Green is gonna win this money in the bank, and I think she's gonna be our first failed cash in of history. I seriously think that in my titties. No, I see that for her. Because then, and it does it doesn't even like affect her in the ring it just strengthens her character because then she could be like well i want money in the bank i want money in the bank i deserve an opportunity and everybody's like well you lost girl and she's like no i didn't how dare you i'm gonna speak to your manager like it would just just, just carries the empty briefcase for like months even after she loses (laughs) that would be so like see exactly like i think that's gonna happen i hope it does i would live i feel like we're forgetting something 
very important that recently just happened. Go ahead. I'm scared that they're gonna put Bianca in there. Oh fuck! It could be right. a big name too because we haven't seen Becky, Charlotte, or oh. Bianca win when it. She, she get when she get the rematch. She'd probably get the rematch on Money in the Bank against Oscar. I doubt they're gonna yeah. do another one of that. That's mm. three pay per views in a row. The next one we're going to is Money in the Bank. I don't. Yeah, or maybe she'll just take a break. I see that for her. She's filming a TV show. Yeah. Oh. Right. I definitely think Piper Nivens is gonna be in it. Oh, that'd um, be good. Can- I hope so. And I, Candice LeRae. I swear to God, I really, I love you, Natty. I love you, Tamina. Stay home at Money in the Bank. <laughs> Yo, okay, I will say, if Natty's in this, she better fucking win, because I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired for her and kind of of her. <laughs> <laughs> Boots. Well? Well. Wait, Onyx, who do you predict to win? Liv Morgan again. <laughs> Liv. Liv's gonna come back and sweep the girls. No, um, honestly, I know you said her, but Zelina, I re- I don't really see anybody else. What if Zoe know. Stark wins? Stop. Stop that right now. She would be the golden child if she won. Oh, a golden child. <laughs> Dana Brooke wins. That would gag. I would be with it. Yeah, because Indy's injured. I'm trying to think who they got. They do like four and four again, like four from Raw, four from SmackDown. I hope because I, I didn't so. like the seven thing. Do four, show them out. Um, four, four. Yeah, I think Shotzi's gonna be in it, but at what cost? Uh, we just we're we're filming this and recording this the night of Raw after Night of Champions. Unfortunately, the new tag champions are Ronda and Shayna. Tomato, tomato. But. The way that Shotzi was botching in the ring, I'm like, sister, we need we need them to book you more, not less. Also, you can subscribe for the five to see the bonus content of us reacting to it live. It was actually insane. Not not that we went crazy, but like you could see us be bothered. You're recording that? I was, yeah. Sorry. I record <gasps> things that I don't tell you guys until I put it behind a paywall. <laughs> this is being recorded. What? What? I think Alexa Bliss is gonna come back. No, so we're gonna cut this out now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, <that's fine. laughs>